I don't know if you took a survey of uh, what we most have anticipated around here, even. Did we most anticipate Saturn-Pluto back in January a year ago? Or did we most anticipate Saturn-Jupiter in December? Or have we most anticipated Saturn-Uranus tomorrow? Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. I'm not sure what the answer to that would be. I think for me initially, it would either be number one or number three. I think I think that Saturn-Pluto had a lot of weight for me personally, and I put a lot of stuff online, and we watched it. We did a watch party, and boy, did it pan out to be something else. I don't know that I put as much oomph on Saturn-Jupiter, but I have, at least in my studies and everything, put a lot of weight on Saturn-Uranus. It happens tomorrow at 2.07 p.m. Eastern Time. It will be the first of three in 2021, and they bump up and do a COVID shoulder bump or elbow bump a couple of times in 2022. So this is a big baked-in theme. Not an uncommon one, unlike Saturn-Pluto, which happens once every God only knows 250 years at a minimum. This one is... About every 15, 16 years. The last time these two squared off was in May of the year 2000. The next time that my software shows they'll get together, and I haven't confirmed this online, would be in January of 2043. So that would make it 22 years on that one. And that could be. I mean, it's going to vary a little bit because of where the planets are in their orbits. So we'll give this more due, especially because this is a fairly slow week. So let's address what is there for us today here on February 16th. And basically, it's nothing. So there we go. We're on. (laughs) Void, of course, moon starting at 716 this evening for just three hours. And then the moon moves into Taurus tonight at 1011 Eastern Time. I pulled some notes on this, and I don't want to get too deep into the woods because everything that I pulled goes deep in the woods. But basically, maybe what we'll do tomorrow is kind of pick apart the internal dynamics of this. In other words, Saturn, Uranus, Aquarius, Taurus, Venus, right? All of the players that are involved in this. Maybe we'll go a little deeper tomorrow. Today, why don't we just stay on the surface? Because I think there's a really cool point that I really synopsized this down to in my own notes and thinking. And I'd like to get there sooner than later. So a couple of big themes. One is this humanitarian factor. That shows up with Venus, and it shows up with Uranus. So we're talking about the masses. That's Aquarius, and that's Uranus. The sociability factor of all of this would be Venus. Venus rules Libra, and Libra's not at the party, but I've always said if you want the biggest Rolodex in the astrological wheel, (laughs) go find yourself a Libran. If you need some connections, because Librans love their social network, part of who they are. So whatever this is, we could... We could extrude and we could synthesize it to being something that is going to affect a lot of people. It's going to affect humanity. It's going after the Rolodex. In other words, this is a big group play if it pans out. Now, Taurus, of course, is ruled by Venus as well. 
That's our materialism. From the sense of our security, Taurus is all about planting deep roots at home. It's about security, and money for many is a part of security. So the money of Taurus is our, let's say our, I put it in quotes, our quote-unquote home finances. In other words, our money that is close to home. Uranus, the chaos, the change, the unpredictability, the transformation, the shakeup, the jarring, and also technology. And then Saturn, authority, responsibility, structure. We've talked about this oh so many times. Also bringing with it, when it needs to, limitation, hardship, discipline, breaking, as in breaking down, breaking to get your attention, the breaking of a strong-willed child, the need to get the attention of, and I'm talking here as much corporately as anything. So when you pull all this back and you say, are there areas in the world today that need fixing? (laughs) I would say yes. Do those who are in charge of what would be the fixing process, are they spiritually awake and are they seeking their intuition and are they out for the universal best good? (laughs) Sorry, I hope I didn't make you spit your coffee there, right? (laughs) Of course not. Enter Saturn. Enter Uranus. Enter wake up. Okay, (laughs) so so. This is certainly something that could be used to get the attention even more if we didn't have it already. Now, for the sake of time, I'm going to wrap this part up. And like I said, we'll go into it a little deeper in some areas tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk about back to the 1930s. But if we consider all of these things that have happened, Saturn-Pluto, Saturn-Jupiter, now Saturn-Uranus, on top of Saturn-Uranus tomorrow, we have a moon wobble and Mercury retrograde. Don't minimize either one of those. Remember, we talked about this on here when Mercury was turning direct the day of the U.S. election. And we went back and looked at the history of that. And we said, watch it. We're not kidding. You can't make this stuff up. So when all of that is combined, I think the big question of the day is how radical does all of this get? How far does it go? And I think that's what we need to be watching for is how far does all of this go? With Saturn-Pluto, if you were to ask how far did COVID-19 go and all of the subsequent things around it, pretty darn far. When Saturn and Jupiter conjoined in December and right after that we had the riot on the Capitol, for example, how far did that go? And I think we have to observe the same thing here. How far is this conjunction, or not conjunction, square, how far is this alignment, there's the word, how far is this alignment going to go? How far is it going to take us? So we'll pick some things apart around that tomorrow. Okay? Have a great day. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.